0: Probably grabbing the cup of coffee from 7-Eleven this morning, getting that first sip in. Mm. It was early and I needed
1: it. <laughs> there is something to be said about that first cup of coffee in the morning just to get your blood flowing. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I think about when I'm driving into work too. Is it? Yep.
0: Where nope. <clears throat> do you stop for coffee?
1: I don't stop. I drive right here. Oh That's right. We have coffee in the kitchen. Yeah. You don't have to worry about stopping for coffee. I mean, unless it's your thing and you, I mean, there are some really good, uh, coffee shops in convenience stores. I don't know if you've driven like gone on long road trips around the country or anything, but not really. No, you've gone on a road trip, right? Yeah. I have. What's the furthest road trip you've taken
0: to Idaho? Really? Oh, Idaho. Where, Where did you go? so we went to we were just in boise we were on the border of oregon and idaho and then my mom had a friend who had an uh, a cabin on a lake i was nine at the time nine i was little but we went to the cabin and i remember they lived in oregon but it was right there on the border right next to boise so we could go in and out of oregon and boise was like super close
1: boise is beautiful it really is i i've only got to drive through just a portion of it but Idaho's just gorgeous idaho falls is uh have you guys been there
0: no i haven't mm. no i haven't been since i was a little kid yeah it's really really pretty
1: a lot less rules a lot a lot more lax. but it's also cold, really clean did you notice that where all the cities were
0: pretty clean no i was nine <laughs> like i said it was a while ago come on man you're i know to, to, no, i'm just joking no i don't remember i remember going to the mall there <laughs> and winning pokemon cards out of the little machine <laughs> were you a pokemon head no i wasn't too much into it my friends were and the kid i was with was really into it
1: the like your girlfriend
0: no no his name was his name was keenan
1: oh the dude that you that you went on the, tro- the road trip yeah my
0: mom went to go visit her old friend and she had two kids so we got to go hang out with her and then she had a boyfriend who had a kid too and was ah. yeah. <laughs> how old are you again 30 i will be 30 Yeah, in about a month Uh uh-huh wait so are
1: you like a are you like a christmas baby or something
0: yeah week before
1: really Mm -hmm. does it suck
0: having a birthday so close to christmas absolutely not really yeah because everybody gives you cash no one wants to go out and shop for you
1: see i think that's the best gift of all gift cards and cash
0: yep and then if they feel lazy they get me a bigger gift because they say (laughs) oh it's for both christmas and (laughs) your birthday oh
1: nice it's like a bonus gift early Right on. I, I I've heard it the other way. I've heard that it sucks to have your birthday around Christmas, or even I, after it would be even worse because everybody's already spent their money, and nobody wants to save your gift for you, you're gonna get it on Christmas. So um, that's how I've that's how I've heard it. So it's it's good to hear that your your victory birthday is is unaffected. Your victory your birthday is unaffected. Victory. <laughs> Ugh, I'm dyslexic. It's all this training I've been doing. It's all good. Oh, by the way, I appreciate it. Uh, I should probably introduce you. This is Kyle. Welcome, Kyle.
0: Thank you, Brandon.
1: Uh, you are uh, quite a good Padawan to have around here. I think that um, people that don't know, uh, I've been trying to give part of my job away because it's 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 one of these things that I just have a hard time letting go because I'm a perfectionist and I'm really anal about things, and I'm sure that uh, I'm, we're going to... Tr- get deeper into the the, my inability to teach here in a little bit but um it'll be interesting to to learn about kyle because he's gonna be basically my 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 mini me which is funny because you're like i don't know like a quarter bigger than me i mean you're only like a couple inches right
0: (laughs) i don't know i'm six four (laughs) you fucking serious pushing over maybe 250 i don't know see
1: I'm, okay, so I'm like 5'10", a modest 5'10". I'm probably like 5'9 and three quarters um, because I slouch. But I think that I don't really, I can't, you don't feel like you're a big dude around me. Like you just have this, you have this really calming presence and, and it's been a pleasure to have you around. Well, thank you. Um, how did you get here? I, I, I just showed up one day and you were here and it was like surprise. But maybe you could tell people where you came from uh, before here.
0: All right, so it all started, I was living in Hawaii at the time. This is in 2015, 2016. You
1: were living in Hawaii? I
0: was. I was living in Oahu and Eva Beach.
1: That is my, that's my spot. Is
0: it? Oh my, beach? I, so I got to show you,
1: okay, I'll show you where I stayed the last time. I was staying in this like plantation home and it had its own private beach and it's it's beautiful. The, this little niche of Oahu is like really small town feel, but not, not weird and not like uh, very it's not as touristy as the rest of the island that's for sure um so how long did you
0: live there it was very short-lived it was only 10 months i had to come back um my dad had give me a call and said hey i need you to rethink your living situation really i I had moved back home yeah things weren't going so good back Uh, in the sacramento area gotcha family so um so what brought you there what brought you to Hawaii and what did
1: you experience like island fever or did you did you uh did you kind of freak out being on
0: there you know I did have a I moved out there with a friend and uh, he had a spare bedroom and then I had an aunt that had lived out there most of her adult life so it was a little comforting to go visit her once in a while but as far as island fever goes yeah after the third month there it was weird I did not like being surrounded by just ocean I missed mountains and snow and you know desert. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but there's plenty of terrain around there, but I but it gets in your head though, right? It does. I, I feel like I feel like I'm talking tough and am like, well, of course I'm not gonna get island fever. It's beautiful, it's paradise. And and but I could sense that that impending closing in feeling, knowing that there's there's no plane ride back home planned yet, or you know, there's there's no end in sight. So I'm just stuck here on this little island. Um and, and traveling to the other islands isn't really, doesn't really do much because you're just going to another island. And isn't it kind of expensive to island hop? Isn't it like, what, 200 bucks?
0: Yeah, it was something like that. I think it was 164 to go to Kauai.
1: That's not so bad, but it's also, you know, you're living on Hawaii, so you're probably pinching pennies as it is.
0: I actually did okay. Really? Yeah. What did you do out there? Bartended. No
1: shit. That's awesome. That yeah, was fun. Oh, man. I would, and, oh, that's so cool. So this is back in 2015.
0: Yeah, 2015. It was December 2015, and then 2016 came rolling around, and I moved back home that October. It's like I was in time to come to AfterShock.
1: We're gonna have to talk. Oh, is that what brought you back? Or no, your family did, but that was just in time for
0: AfterShock. Yeah, it was three days before. Oh, nice. Got some tickets. I was there.
1: What was the lineup
0: there? The 2015. I think that was um, that was the off. No, oh my gosh, why can't I think? It was Aussie. No, it was the year before that. Tool. It was the first time Tool was there. I think. Yeah, I can't it remember. Was,
1: it was the first time Tool was there. Slayer, Primus, Meshuga, pretty reckless anthrax. And then uh day the Saturday was uh, Avenged Avenge Sevenfold. Oh no, sorry, Sunday was Avenge Sevenfold, Corn Disturbed, Pussifer, Chevelle, Ghost. Oh, that was when I interviewed Ghost. I got to I got to stand up on stage uh and, and interview do you know who Ghost is? Yeah, I know what Ghost is. I was I was able to inter and I think it was Tobias, the lead singer. I, I'm convinced because he's the one that does all the press stuff but he was wearing the mask and it was oh. super fucking loud out there. So trying to interview a guy who's in a mask and like there's music playing in the background. It's like, so what, what, what made you want to use this concept for this album? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, and I, I ate up every minute of it though because it was just so cool to be, be right there. And um, I think that like there were some 98 rock guys there, but they had no idea about the band. And I was like, I love this fucking band. And I just discovered them. Uh, just a couple of months before this show, actually, I saw their uh, performance on the Stephen Colbert show, his his late night show, and it was creepy. It was it was all Halloween and gothic and theatrical. And I I I think I'm I think I got a, a subject here. I gotta I gotta write this down. I'm sorry. Quick thought. Quick thought. Quick thoughts with quick. Brandon. Yes. Um. Sorry. Getting back to that, but. Everybody was looking around like who's ghost, and and I raised my hand. I don't know who ghost is, so they had to put me up there, and it was really awkward too because I kept following him around as he was taking pictures with fans and, and other station station people. You were a shadow of a ghost. I was. <laughs> I really was because I was like, hey, Mister, can I get a picture with you? And 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 he said, oh yeah, just wait a minute, and then it turned into this whole thing, and then he had like a bodyguard that was dressed up like he was one of the one of the cathedral people that. Uh, because it's all theatrical. It's all satanic, ritualistic, but their shows are fucking awesome. Yeah. Man, they did put on a good performance. So they yeah. reminded me a lot of Kiss, so... Kiss. I got to ask you about this. So, I've seen your office, which, by the way... Oh, gets worse. You're settled in. You're settled... It gets worse than that? Yeah. I, okay, I believe it because it's Kiss, but... So... Dude, you've been working here for a couple of weeks, like just kind of slowly ramping up here. And we got you a nice, nice cush corner office, which is pretty snazzy, right? Lovely. I love it. I I love that office. So you are uh, decking it out and it looks really good. It's actually, it's actually uh, putting me to shame because you got to admit, like, I've been pretty scattered around here, like in the studio. This is basically my office, but it's a little bit better than when you first got here, right? It's tidied up nicely, yeah. And because I don't have like my cups laying around and my old food things. And I've been trying to be tidy for the the new guy because he's going to be helping me uh, with some of the most important stuff here. So, Um, but your office is immaculate.
0: Well, I haven't settled in yet. Really? So there's more. Like you're bringing more of the KISS stuff? Because... I don't know about more. I think I should keep it to a tame level.
1: <laughs> well, it is your home away from home, so you can do whatever you want with it. But so, KISS, where does this start for you? This
0: starts when I was five years old. I asked for a um, Backstreet Boys CD for Christmas. Um, my dad caught wind of that and said, <laughs> Oh, hell no and um took me to dimple records at the time and um he showed me a few videos online about kiss and i saw you know paul stanley smashing his guitar ace Freely shooting fireworks out of it and you know gene simmons doing the blood thing and um <laughs> i was really attracted to gene simmons dragon boots so i mean nice. i even got him tattooed oh right? yeah. shit! What i have a that? tattoo <laughs> that's awesome
1: okay that's gonna be the that's gonna be the cover art picture for the episode is that okay oh, yeah that's fine sweet dude so what who's your so who's your favorite kiss member uh
0: I like Ace Freely the most, but Gene Simmons' attitude wins because Ace Frehley's kind of a loser. Really? Yeah.
1: All right. I have no idea what you're talking about because I'm not that big of a Kiss fan, but I respect Kiss fans because they're so loyal. Like, how, So how many Kiss shows have you been to?
0: It was my first concert. I was eight years old. It was him, Ted Nugent, Skid Row, and then I saw them two other times after that.
1: So this explains some of the influence behind... Uh, a few of the songs that you've been putting in for Trouble Trouble, right?
0: Yeah, maybe a little bit. Is this your roots? Like classic rock is, is pretty much your root? Yeah, 80s hair metal, absolutely. Nice. Your, your butt rock is what I was grown up on.
1: Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. Is it, uh, so Ghost is kind of in that butt rock arena, right? Yeah, it kind of fits, yeah. They, they it, kind of, they're trying to traverse their way sure over Sure, I
0: need to listen to more of them. I've only heard their one popular song that was something Hammer, I can't remember. Oh, Square Hammer. Square Hammer, yeah. yeah.
1: there's some really good ones, especially on the new, new album. So if you, uh, I'll give you a kiss. I'll give you a ghost song to listen to. You give me a kiss song to listen to. All right, that's fair. Do you want to like Rochambeau to see who gets to
0: pick first? You can go first. Okay, cool. Save the best for last, like the finale. <laughs> no, no, I just didn't want to go first. I had to think of a song. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, so this is out their new album. It is. Uh, well, not their n- yeah, their newest album. I've seen them probably four times since I discovered them in 2016 oh wow yeah it, they, they toured like crazy which is which sucks because this is just one of those super active bands that just toured the world every single week every single of the of the year except for two and they were they were on this roll and they've done like different concepts for every album and i think like with all the theatrics that you would you would dig it because of kiss and everything but this is my favorite song off their new album
0: oh, i have heard this
1: give you a taste i got it it's good it's heavy yeah i like it all right give me a kiss song real quick beth oh i love beth we used that for uh <laughs> we used uh that for
0: i think it was a trouble trouble when we were actually giving away kiss tickets back in the day They only Where? use it because it goes off the grid with them it's not their style but you really? know peter chris made this song for his mom when she passed away really and it's catchy it's good it gets stuck in the head.
1: Assume. Me and
0: the boys are I don't know what it is. I know he plays on the piano. And we just and can't hands out find roses the a sound Just a few more hours, and I'll be right home to you. I think I hear the calling. Oh, Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do?
1: So empty, that our house just ain't a home you're a softy aren't you
0: yeah absolutely
1: <laughs>
0: if the song sounds good i like it
1: yeah no i get it i have a few guilty
0: pleasures which by the way did you ever get that backstreet boys album yeah my mom got it for me it was a stocking suffer that same year for christmas <laughs> Uh, You bet your dad was thrilled. Dude, I karaoke Backstreet Boys sometimes. Really? Yeah, absolutely. What's your
1: favorite Backstreet
0: Boys song to karaoke? I want it that way.
1: Really? Okay. It's
0: the only one I know how to sing in public.
1: (laughs) So I got, I, I, so NSYNC was that band for me when I was, so it's uh, (laughs) a, are you fucking kidding me? are we really having this conversation right now? So oh. I, I had a thing for this album, the 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 No Strings Attached one, with like Bye 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 and um, you know uh, Friday Night and you know all those other classics.
0: <laughs> Do you remember the Wars of what was better, In Sync or Backstreet Boys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, those are the days. I was Team Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh my God. You are my fire. You are my
1: fire. Because they are all still performing pretty
0: well. Are they really? Yeah, they, they, they
1: did a whole Vegas thing. Oh, stop.
0: Oh, are they really? I saw them in Vegas like last year. I would go see them. Yeah. I, would.
1: Well, they, I think they'd be a great show and, and, and Sync would be really good as well. But I'm sorry. That was a choppy ending. You don't want to do that. <laughs> see, I've been training him lately. So, speaking of which.
0: Oh, yeah. How has the training been going uh, so far, in your opinion? So. I mean, so far, so good. I mean, when you showed me the editing and everything on how to do the the treble, treble, and the Master of Movies, kind of uh, something I was already doing back at the other radio station. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of very nice to be like, okay, I've got something I know how to do. Um, I'm still a little intimidated by the equipment in the main studio in that back room. It's pretty big.
1: Yeah. But you'll be able to take it.
0: Yeah, I would think as soon as I get in here full time and I'm here every day, it's going to be secondhand nature to me.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a different animal when you just walk in and you're looking at everything but once you start using it it's it starts to become like a an appendage which it's not a very uh it's kind of bulky you know it's not something you want sticking off of your skin for too long you might want to get it checked out but um yeah just healthy management of distance and don't um, i don't know what i'm talking about now but um how far is the training uh have i been a good teacher i think one of the things that i've always struggled was explaining how to do this job um but do you feel like it's been a, ch- a challenge to to no. understand
0: no it's uh, i feel it's actually i feel like uh, in some ways maybe i need to be challenged more mm-hmm. i feel like i complete the work and i'm like okay what's next and yeah. i'm like okay i need to learn the Simeon thing i need to learn how to l- use all that equipment and start the show up and the board maybe and you know how it's all in program just it'll come yeah Totally. And
1: that's, that's what I've actually noticed. And I don't want to, you know, inflate your ego too much. But the one thing that I have noticed is that you pick up on things really quickly, but you also correct things without me having to show you how, like at least maybe For now once it, you know, but that's all you need. Is it, is it that you don't need somebody with, uh, with, with training wheels to, guide you through the process because you kind of you came preloaded with your experience in another radio station but at the same time I see this this uh younger me in you and I think you've gotten a little bit further than where I was at that age um at least in maturity I think <laughs> I'm 30 I think you were in your younger
0: 20s at that time weren't you
1: <laughs> yeah, well yeah but you know when I was my even when I was 30 I think I was still a little bit too far behind for where I should I should have been but anyway I digress. It's been a pleasure. And I think that uh, it's going to be really fun to, to get to know you um, so far uh, from the Backstreet Boys and the Kiss to, uh, you know, <laughs> j- just you seem like a really wholesome dude knowing what you do on your, you know, in your other jobs. And I don't know how much you're going to want to share, um, but it's a really noble thing to be doing those types of jobs. And uh, I really respect that. Thank you. Um, but we didn't really finish your, oh, yeah. your coming out story to radio um, <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, so you so you were in oahu so, yeah. 2016 so, you came back for aftershock yeah i
0: came back and you know while i was in oahu, on oahu i realized what was important you know not living out in paradise i mean yeah it's important it's fun don't me wrong it's beautiful but i realized you know family's important and then i had a, a degree in commercial music business from american river college a little two-year arc yeah so i was like i have to do something in music i have to and I had applied at 98 Rock before I even moved to Hawaii. And um, I didn't even expect it. I move home. I'm there for like maybe two, three weeks. And I get a phone call from the promotions department at the time. Mm-hmm. Had no idea what a nightmare that was. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, we see you have experience in you know audio equipment. Because I had done sound and lighting for my dad and my uncle. And they were like, you want to come in and do a thing with 98 Rock? And I was like, absolutely. So I did an internship with them, worked their promotion system
1: sorry very unprofessional of me oh you're good oh we should probably take a pause here for a second hold on So I was so rudely interrupted by a very uh, important work call, which, um, Kyle, you were saying that it's like the the stars are aligning. And I think that's absolutely true. (laughs) So cool. We're getting some uh, new equipment here at the studio pretty soon. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for letting me spend company money, but it's something we desperately need. We're using like a dinosaur. I don't want to get too technical, but... This is exciting, and you're going to be a part of it to help me put it together. Sweet. Yes. I hate instructions, so I hope you're good with instructions. No. No, I am not. Awesome. So we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> we can't put IKEA shit together together we could never do it i i can't stand it i can't stand reading the directions and i get so angry oh it came with
0: directions that's nice yeah
1: yeah yeah, they don't help (laughs) that's funny uh so um before we were so rudely interrupted um you know what i should do i should like insert some like hold music in there for a couple of seconds like for 20 seconds so it sounds like we were just away for 20 seconds (laughs) smoke break i mean (laughs) (laughs) we don't Uh, do that no we don't do that we just move the car that's all we're doing um so we were in hawaii we came back you were oh, yes. uh, here for aftershock
0: yep and i think i was I, I think i mentioned i was in the 98 rock promotions at the right. time yes
1: yes yes Yes. so you had um you have a degree in uh, Com- commercial commercial music, music. Mm-hmm. i almost took that program so I, do you feel like you are ready to work in the commercial music industry
0: no absolutely not really um <laughs> I, I can't stand working with musicians, to be honest. I mean, and if I had that degree, they want you to manage the band, basically, and get them on a tour and have an album going. Basically, be can, their babysitters, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I can point them in a direction on what they need to do. Do I want to do that? Absolutely not. But was it easy and fun? And I was doing sound and lighting with my dad and my uncle, so mm-hmm. it it fit at the time. And it got me involved in the local music scene, even though I myself wasn't really a musician. Really? But, yeah.
1: What uh, so What drew you to the local music scene initially?
0: Uh, my dad was in bands. My uncle was in bands. And then the fact that I was doing the sound and lighting and music's just been in the family. So it was just kind of a go-to. It was like, all right, this sounds cool. And I couldn't make up my mind, dude. I was 23, 24, second time back in community college. That's, But it's such a fun job. Like if you can get your foot in anywhere...
1: And with anything, and why not try to go to school? I actually looked into going to school at the the full full sale, uh, recording academy or something that's out in Florida. Okay, have you ever heard of that? I have not. No. It's super fucking expensive, uh, <laughs> but it's it's really cool because you get to use all this state of the art stuff and you you work in these huge studios that, I mean, it, it paints the picture that it's like the most celebrity style experience of learning how to get into this career and I I don't know it just obviously because it was so expensive there's there's really no feasible way of of doing that at least uh, for me it wasn't but um, there's something about the schooling part that has always confused me and I think that Unless you don't know, like, somebody in your family or you, you're driven enough to, like, you know, get your foot in the door somewhere, there's really no other place to start. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of unfortunate because I feel like the schooling, like, the whole degree part of it is good, but I don't know if it's really that valuable when it comes to the industry. No. Um, <laughs> not to say that you're not invaluable.
0: No, I appreciate you're it. You're
1: here, but um, it's just something I've always been, you know, kind of confused about, but...
0: No, actually we had an internet radio station at the time too. It was, it was a rock radio station. We had all the local bands in the area come to us. So that's, that kind of helped push the degree as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, was nothing fancy. It was really easy to get good grades in.
1: Yeah. It's a fun, it's a fun job or a fun subject. Of course. Yeah. At least you were able to be creative, right? Mm-hmm. And do you feel like that has just been something you've always wanted to do? Um, at least just because of your influence from your family or what, what bit you when you finally got in the door of, uh, of the radio station?
0: The, just the promotions department. I got really lucky. There was a, a mentor by the name of Andy Hawk who kept me on the programming side of things. And he kind of got me pushed into learning the equipment and doing board stuff like the board op work and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's how I stayed on. Otherwise I would have been fired from promotions. Really? So, yeah. Oh yeah. I was, I was caught misbehaving a few times. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to tell you some horror stories another
0: time. Yeah. God.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <coughs> that's, where, that's where I got my start, too. Yep.
0: So I got the the, the programming side, and then um, when your guys' um, position opened up for the board operator position, um, I was the only one trained on how to do it. So Vince at the time asked me to come in and interviewed me and said, well, you're can only you the only one who knows how to do it. If you want it, the job's yours. And I was starving for hours because I was no longer on promotions. Mm-hmm. And um, I jumped on it and then COVID hit and I was, quote, essential.
1: Promotions is such a different job now than it was probably even just five years ago. But 10 years ago, it was more about like going out to places and in corners and street corners and yelling at people and saying hey we are here we have prizes yeah and it seems so long ago but it, it really isn't in retrospect and how different things are today where we had like teams for each station and now it's like a team for the whole
0: no it, it was still and, that way everybody was split up it was more um i just didn't get along with management and promotions it's really where no, it went down okay.
1: to that's all right not they're not for everybody right <clears throat> not supposed to be your friends. <laughs> it's supposed to be your uh, bosses. It's, it's, it's called work. It's not called hey, happy fun time, right? Although I guess we have happy fun time here. So
0: yeah, I mean, there was a lot of happy fun time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're, we're not here. We're not here to, to trash talk any. No, anybody. no, no but, no, but it's 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 just cool because you you're kind of taking the same little path that I that I took, and not and not because of, of any other reason. Just your are driven. Uh, your drive to get you there right
0: yeah i mean i had no idea this door would op- open up i mean when it happened i was i was shocked i mean if someone told me five years ago that hey you'd be working on the rad show i'd be like get out of here line <laughs> <Lying. laughs> well you're not actually like in the
1: building yet officially so you know you still got some time here to, uh, to prove yourself no i'm just kidding <laughs> um it, it's it's uh it, it is a trip when things happen that way especially in this industry because they It just blindsides you, you know, you don't really expect it. And then all of a sudden things just roll so fast. Um, Similar thing happened when Nick came on. Did you know that Andy, Andy was a board op too for the show? Yes, I did. Yes. He was uh, for for quite some time. uh, He was the guy yelling at me saying, you're
0: off the air. Oh, really? So you guys were commuting. I didn't know how long ago that was.
1: Yeah. No, he, well, I've been here for 15 years, so I've pretty much seen a lot of it. Uh, but they, but Andy, and just a great dude. And working with uh, working with him on local licks was was that fun?
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, that was a lot of fun. That was cool because I knew a lot of the local bands, and you know, my dad and my uncles were all tied into the scene too. So uh, that was really cool. Everybody started looking up to me and everything. So it was a big step. I got to go hang out at Powerhouse, and you know, every Wednesday and. Kick did, with the bands
1: did uh so did you ever like go in and, and do the show with him or was it mostly at the events that you had helped him out
0: with no I, they didn't let me go on air they they let somebody else do it even when andy was done with it so I really was, i was a little depressed yeah.
1: yeah oh man but that that is such a staple of sacramento for sure and i know i have a lot of friends that were in local bands that you probably hung out with uh uh did you ever hang out with the O'Mulligans? You i know who them? they are but yeah. i didn't kick it with them yeah. no well they're good dudes michael luna the drummer is a really good friend of mine um and uh so what led to um the i don't know why do we have to be so formal i'm like trying to i'm trying to be like oprah <laughs> over here what's your favorite part so far of, of the show
0: of this show yeah of working with the show just kind of being in the environment man just knowing like hey i'm in i'm part of this now like just being in the building, talking to you guys, like not admiring you as like celebs like you know everybody else does, just kind of being like one-on-one impersonable and just knowing that I have that relationship and keeping that sacred. That's that's what I like the most so far.
1: Yeah. We we do value, you know, the trust and the circle and um because we're all have the same goal in mind is to do the best we can and have fun doing it. And you you're coming in at a point where things are really oddly enough during these times really starting to take off into a cool direction and um it's going to be it's gonna be really cool to see what we can do um just learning together and i know that we we have stuff that we're gonna we're gonna do like i have to show you how some of the things operate still but while we're doing that we're gonna basically rebuild it and and make it anew and um it's just been a lot of fun so is there anything else that that you want to share about yourself i mean i feel like i've Kind of steamrolled you a lot. Here. I don't know. You
0: put me on the spot now, I gotta think. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, I don't know. W- what's fun for people to learn about me? So um, uh favorite color? Uh, oh, what was that? It was uh neon blue. You said neon blue. Yeah. So why is it neon blue? I like the I like the color of it. I like the way it feels almost, you know. <laughs> it's more relaxing. It's not so
1: Yeah, I could see that. Um that was actually a weird question that I asked you, Kyle, when I was uh I was actually picking out new mouse mice for each other and we were getting new wireless mouses for our computers and i wanted to know what his favorite color was and i didn't get neon blue it's like regular blue oh
0: now i feel bad for not using that mouse
1: oh you don't use it no that's right you gave it back no it's it's still here it's a spare it's it's here for whenever you need it it's in my desk Um, oh yeah exactly in the drawer it's just a spare so once you get pissed off at something like you know having to redo audio files all over again you throw your mouse like i might have not done ever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh just plug that bad boy in. But yeah, so uh favorite color. Your favorite band is Kiss?
0: It's probably Sublime actually. Really? My first favorite band was Kiss. My favorite band of all time is Sublime. So you said you play guitar. A little bit by ear. I can't read music or, you know, um I could do tab. You right? can you can sing? I, I, sure. Mate, no, <laughs> I wouldn't say n- so. You could, so you
1: will karaoke uh, Backstreet Boys, but that's because it's like drunken karaoke, like having yeah, a good time. Right?
0: That's fun. I mean, I'll do it sober too. But yeah, do I consider myself a singer? Am I ready to go record? Absolutely not. Nope.
1: All right, <laughs> my my uh, karaoke song is uh, uh, Rebel Yell. Oh Billy yeah, Isle. Billy Isle. Um, uh, I try to do a Journey song. I try, but I always get I always get frustrated because it's the song that ends in na 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 na. That karaoke, that at karaoke is annoying because yeah. you're just standing out there like a jackass swaying back and forth going na-na-na-na, um, but I just love his voice, and I always wanted to sound like him, but it's never going to happen.
0: Yeah. Okay, so maybe a thing is, yeah, I like to karaoke, even though it's not out there as much anymore, all the bars are kind of closed, and no one's allowed to breathe on a microphone in public right now.
1: I miss karaoke. How are they going to do that? How are they going to flip that around? I
0: don't know. I know somebody who's doing it right now on the DL, so...
1: Oh, speakeasy karaoke. Yep. I think that's. I think that's just going to start being the thing. I mean, it already is. It's just I haven't heard about it because they're so secret. Come on, hit me up. Like, is there a guide? Oh, yeah, he's on. He's on guide? Facebook. I'll show you the link yeah. if you want. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um,
0: what else? Uh, so your first concert was Kiss. Yeah, first concert was Kiss. My first concert was The Offspring. That's a good band. It's one yeah. of my favorite bands. Actually, top three. Really? Yeah, it was nice.
1: Yeah. That's good. Uh, the opening band was uh, Living End. You remember that band? Nope,
0: never even heard of them actually.
1: They're a three-piece out of Australia, where the uh, they they play kind of rockabilly, but Brian, so it's like Brian Seltzer, um meets Green Day. Oh, you know that sounds mean? right up my alley. Actually, S- stand up bass. Ah, here we go. I'll, I'll give you a little, I'll bust off a piece. A little piece. Oh, this was their their hit, uh, "Prisoner of Society." <laughs> wow. I got this album from Quad One Hundred Six Point Five.
0: Oh my gosh, you do know Andy Hawk?
1: You remember? You remember Quad? Yes. <laughs> so Quad was like a alternative station back in the nineties and early two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were. I was sixteen, and I was at the state fair, and my and I wanted to go on the bungee jump, and my mom was there with me, and she was terrified. She didn't want to see me do the bungee jump and it was only like 100 feet it was just a little baby
0: yeah thing. i've seen them yeah
1: and i did that and so the quad six point five guys saw me and i said hey come get a cd like they just wanted to give me one for doing the skydiving so i picked this one out and it just i just got addicted to it stand up bass oh really oh it's so good This is one of those CDs that's
0: good front to back. It's just their self-titled album. From All
1: right,
0: good to know. This that sounds right up stuff. my alley. I would definitely give that a listen to. Yeah, that was good stuff.
1: Dude, that was another good bad stuff. transition? I gotta, I gotta work on my my live edits here.
0: Yeah. Well, at least you're good at editing, right? I
1: try to be. <laughs> <laughs> we put together our first little promo
0: together. How 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 was that? Did you like? Yeah, that we, was fun. That together? Yeah, I liked watching you do it and tell tell Rob I had creative input and I felt like I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you added
1: the effect on uh, on you. You had the idea for Queenie's effect for the cheer. Oh, that's right. Yep. And you had the idea for the
0: yeah the crowd the noise. Yeah. yeah.
1: See, those are those are nice little touches that I wouldn't have thought about.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: See, I just take some <laughs> good compliments. That was my. Big I know. I'm just like I'm new. <laughs> that was I didn't do all the work. <laughs> oh, that was good stuff, though. Um, I think that's about it i i feel like this is kind of fizzling out, So i don't know if Fair i need to, do i need a nap
0: do you want a nap i,
1: I might need a nap um, i was gonna have a, a a little song play us out just because um i just feel like it speaks to us not that, that song turn that one off this is the song i wanted to play for you hit it oh this god is a very <laughs> sensitive subject
0: From the moment I heard Frau say I had a clone I knew that I'd be safe cause I'd never be alone An evil doctor shouldn't speak aloud about his feelings My hurt and my pain don't make me too appealing I hope Scott would look up to me Run the business of the family Had an evil empire just like his dear old dad Give him my love and the things I never had Scott would think I was a cool guy Return the love I have, make me want to cry, be evil but have my feelings too. Changed my life with Oprah and Maya Angelou, but Sky rejected me. Say la B, Life is cruel, treats you unfairly. Even so, I God there must be mini me. You complete me. That's uh-huh. you. Uh huh. Mini me. Yeah. Just <laughs> me. Just <laughs> me. <laughs> just the two of us. Deep
1: voice <laughs> <laughs> uh that just cracked me up. Good. Honestly though man, I am so grateful that you're part of the team. Um I and I hope that your time here is is just as um beneficial to you as it has been to me just in in life in general. It's been so much fun and I don't want to give too much away, but you sent off a, a really nice email which by the way has been the only nice, like, compliment email that anybody has ever sent from, uh, from that company. That's what I've heard. Ever, and, and not to say that the, the people haven't been nice there, but nobody sends a note like that. And it was just so it was very touching. And I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but honestly, that is the kind of stuff that sets you apart from others, and you're gonna go far with that type of attitude.
0: Thank you. As long as you keep it up, man. Yeah, that was something I did learn that was important at that community college. There you there go. There was a business teacher. was like always write a thank you letter to your, your superiors. I was, I, I got the feels one day. I was like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> well, now you know what? Don't. I'm not a superior.
1: I'm your peer here. Fair enough. Yeah, because this is this is what this type of job. And I'm 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 trusting you with it, and I feel so relieved that you're gonna be one to kind of carry on the torch, if you will, from for this next chapter. So thank you so much, Kyle. Yeah, thank you. We're going to get to know you a little bit more. We're going to have you on <laughs> the air at the Rad Show, and they're going to probably give you shit for Kiss and, and the Backstreet Boys, of course. Oh, that's but, fine. I'm ready for it. <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll, we'll have you on the broadcast again, of course. Like, There's plenty of stuff that we could do, but first... I'm going to take a couple of weeks off of the podcast after next week's episode. I have a couple of very special guests on net w- next week's episode. And uh, I, I just can't wait to share everything that I have planned for the next year. But after next week's episode, take it a break. And I'm putting training on full gear to uh, to Kyle here so that we can uh, pump up for the next level. Yeah,
0: Let's I'm ready. It. Thank you for having me, man. Right. Thank you, Kyle.
1: Namaste, bitches.
0: The Rad <laughs>
1: You. if there were ever going to be a director's cut of the rad podcast this would be the version um <laughs> kyle and i were were talking after the initial recording of of the podcast and i feel like I, I kind of steamrolled you a little bit and didn't give you a chance to really expand on your experience with with the rad show so uh when did you start listening to rad radio and did you ever expect to work here
0: no i never expected to work here like i said man like someone would have told me a few years ago i'd be working on the station and for the show i wouldn't have believed them i really wouldn't have so um
1: what was your first introduction to rad radio
0: i was probably eight or nine years old and um somebody i'm actually close to in my family um he was uh At one of the live events back in the early days of Rad in the late 90s, kind of before your time.
1: We did, well, we did the guide challenges. We did the uh, Valentine's Day shows and we did a couple of other events, but I, I was on the tail end as a promotions guy. Uh, at those shows, um, but I don't think I was at this one in particular. This one sounds a little bit before my time.
0: Yeah, this is probably a year or two years into when the show started. I think it was 99. nine.
1: Nine. Okay. Yeah. So I was still I was still in middle school yeah, myself. Uh, so what uh, was that your first exposure when when you're this person that, that's close to you?
0: Um, went to the
1: show? or No,
0: he told me later. Like oh, when I got yeah. the job, he then told me this story. Oh, so this
1: is just recently. This, this he is told very you. recent. And this is a little bit, uh, probably would be considered a little too much information for your sake, right? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but so, um, so tell us what happened at this particular live event with uh, with the Red Show.
0: So at this particular live event, it was where you would get, what is it called? Where you get your penis pierced. It's they have a Prince Albert. A Prince Albert, yeah. yes. Yes, so um, the person is, who's related to me in my family was the guy who got the Prince Albert and <laughs> supposedly went to high school with Don as well.
1: Okay. All right. So Casa, Casa Roble, is that where they
0: went? Yeah. Casa. Yeah, that's right. That, that sounds right.
1: Okay. So I wonder, so you haven't told Robert on this at all.
0: No, they have no idea. So this,
1: if they're listening back to this, this is the first time they're, they're learning this. Correct. I don't think that that's something you don't remember. At least it's something that would be hard to forget. For lack of better words, because I did they did he do it in front of everybody or was there like a screen? uh blocking him from the from the crowd and everybody
0: from what i understand um he got it done apparently you know the guys didn't want to look but right. the females came and checked it out and he had it on display like the female contestants that were on the stage with them i don't know if they were contestants i know for a fact that uh he told me don said she took a peek oh really okay well we're gonna have to uh
1: we're gonna have to quiz them on this i'm not i don't see i'm not gonna promote any of this I'm just gonna sneak this in there just so that to see if anybody says anything. But I'll also mention that you have a personal uh relationship with somebody who had been partaken with you in that uh
0: (laughs) in that Uh, event. I didn't partake. I was was fourth grade.
1: No, I I hope you didn't partake in that. That's just inappropriate. (laughs) Um so what so when when you first learned about the rad show, were you like riding in riding into school every day and and, uh, and listening to him on the radio on your way to school?
0: You know, honestly, my mom wouldn't let me listen to the Rad show when I was a kid. It was off in her car. She tortured me with what was called Dr. Laura. I was tortured with Dr. Laura myself.
1: It was awful. It was yep. so annoying.
0: Yeah, so Rad was actually with, if my uncle or my dad or my stepdad took me to school, then I would listen to Rad. But yeah, as far as my mom knew, I wasn't listening to it. That's so funny.
1: Yeah, my, my mom would listen to Dr. Laura. She had like a... She listened to AM radio for the majority of the day, which was so boring because I hate the sound of AM radio in general. So I'm not really intrigued by the talk shows that they have on them at all. Um, But but then there was my dad would do the same. He would let me listen to the rad show if he were taking me to school. And I remember one of my first episodes or shows that I had listened to. Um, Dawn was talking about her big blue dildo who she calls (laughs) big blue and I'm sitting there and, and at the time, you know, Dawn still sounds like she's, she's, she's got like this really wild child type of voice. So when you're a kid and you're first hearing her for the first time, you're like, oh my God, she's talking about putting things in her vagina and it's (laughs) big and blue. And, and my dad's sitting right there and I'm like a freshman in high school or something. And, and that was like my, I wouldn't say that was my first exposure to him, but, um, my mom was the opposite. Uh, with the rat show than your mom. She actually uh, pulled me out of school in sixth grade to go to one of these live events. They used to do these DUI awareness shows. Okay. Do you remember this?
0: No, I, you know, I didn't even know they did live events until recently, to be honest.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, I had, I had no
1: clue. You are a pup. Yeah. So there, there, there was a time where... They would do like live broadcasts from restaurants. Uh, there was the Elephant Bar in Citrus Heights back when that was a thing, <laughs> and the Hard Rock Cafe in downtown Sacramento back when that was a thing. And uh, it was at that at that Hard Rock where they had the DUI awareness show. And what they would do is they would set up on the stage, and they'd have people, uh, you know, the the patrons and the, the 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 crowd, the studio audience, come in, and they'd sit down at the tables, and they we'd eat breakfast and and drink our drinks, and they would do their Regular show remotely, um, while getting drunk progressively throughout the show, and they had a CHP officer who would who would uh, monitor the thing, but also test each of them th- uh, throughout the show to demonstrate what it's like to blow a certain percentage and how long it takes, and and give us all the facts. Right? Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah, totally fun. And I was in sixth grade, and they're like throwing f bombs and stuff during the the commercial breaks, and 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 it was. Morning Zoo Radio, just the epitome of it, but it was something different. It was on another level. It was so fun and entertaining, and despite it being so early, which waking up this early never gets easier, does it, for you?
0: No, no, it's still a struggle every morning.
1: So you've been been working with the show, but not directly, um, for a couple of years now, right? No,
0: it's only been not even a year. I think it was December or January I got put in the position. Time flies.
1: Okay, so... And you're getting up at what, like between 3 and
0: 4? Yeah, the alarm clock goes off at 3.50 a.m.
1: Mine goes off at 3.30. And lately I've been trying to get up earlier. So I've been sitting up at like at 3 and 3.15. I give that snug little uh, snooze time between 3.15 and 3.30. But if I'm not out of bed by then, I'm, I'm fucked. I need, to, <laughs> I need to get up. But it never gets easier. Y- you can go to bed earlier and earlier the next day. It still is just inhuman to wake up that early, I think. Yeah, it's not um, natural. So, despite that, even when I was a young age, I just thought, this is so cool, so cool. And so I kind of willed myself into that direction from that young age. I even, uh, you mentioned that you had uh, worked on the radio station for the college for uh, ARC, right?
0: No, I wasn't. No, it was an internet radio station. Yeah, my dad, my dad, it was his. You did an internet, like a, like almost well, not a pirate radio station, but you did your own radio show station out of your house? I did, yeah. We broadcast it out of my old bedroom, which we turned into an office. That's really cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What kind of, what kind of uh, stuff did you do?
1: Did you just do like similar DJ stuff, like that was this is, weather's at the top of the hour type of thing? No,
0: I did the, I did a show on Mondays and it was from like noon to three and it was called Afternoon Alternative. And I just played a playlist of active 90s alternative hits and just played those and then I just, I brought bands in that were local and I interviewed them or I brought friends in and just talked with them and bullshitted with them. And okay. we'd order food and judge the food sometimes. That was about it.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're really comfortable with a microphone and you're, you're, you don't have that nervousness that a lot of people do when they're first up on like doing something like this. Sure. And this is obviously so much more laid back and relaxed and like live radio, but at the same time. You seem like you you kind of have your chops a little bit, so that's that's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think there was one more thing. Uh, what was it like for, for your first time meeting Rob?
0: Oh, it was nerve-wracking. It was, uh, I was shaking. I remember I put on my nice fancy watch, and I banged it on his desk a few times because I was so nervous, and Did I didn't you? even know what I was doing with my
1: hands. <laughs> oh, it wasn't to, like, get his attention, like, oh, look at my Nikon. No.
0: Oh. No, no, it was not. <laughs> it was more like, goon, go. That's a big desk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was a nervous wreck. I think I stumbled my words quite a bit. And um, it was just kind of hard to get the flow going with him. I mean, Mm -hmm. eventually we did. We talked for about an hour, so that was cool. I finally got all the nerves out of me. But even now, like, I see him in the hall and everything. I'm like, don't make eye contact. Don't Yeah,
1: Yeah, it is still kind of weird. Like, even if you, like, you've been with him for the amount of time that I have, like 15 years, you still look at him. You go, don't make eye contact. Because he, like, he'll look at you and you say, don't make eye contact with me. He'll say that Drew to oh, your okay.
0: face. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Did not know that was a thing. Just kidding. He won't do that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like oh Dawn, Dawn will. She'll look at you and she'll say,
1: Don't look at me right in my eyes. No,
0: don't. You know, Dawn seems really nice. She's fed me already. We've all fed you. You have, yeah.
1: That's right. You and Queenie and Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> we like to eat around here. I I, I know that uh man, DoorDash has ruined us here. Okay. I wish I wish DoorDash was that See. Back when I was uh, working at 98 Rock and doing the producer thing there mm-hmm. and I was like straddling the line of, of working for the show and and uh, 98 Rock, um, I always wanted pizza to be delivered in the morning. Wouldn't it be great if there was an er- like early morning, late night pizza place yeah. that, that delivered?
0: Yeah, it would be great. 11 uh, a.m. Oh, yeah, is when they start. Yeah, but that's bullshit. Yes.
1: <laughs> I want pizza at 8 a.m. because that's my lunchtime. <laughs> I hear you. What's your lunch lunchtime? During no, the it
0: is. It's about 1030. As soon as the show's done and I load up the segments at the, the radio station, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's go time. I usually grab a bite on the way here, but nice. I got stuck on a phone call and I just showed up in the parking lot and I was like, all right, I guess I'll suffer and not eat. So thank you for feeding me. Lunch was on
1: me today. Was it, was, cool. it was it was payment for the broadcast thing.
0: Oh, um, fair enough. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, but um, I mean, what, what do you think? How, what do you think of all this? I think this is pretty cool. Yeah. No, I think this is awesome. It's a dream. I can't believe I'm telling people I work here. Nice. And oh, I forgot to ask you, what uh, what was
1: it like meeting Dom for the first time? You know,
0: it wasn't as nerve wracking as it was Rob, because I know she's very more she's she's a sweetheart. You know, oh, she's yeah. she, if I figured she was easily approachable. She's kind of like a mom.
1: Oh like, yeah. Like a really cool aunt or an awesome mom and yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I Open feel, arms. I feel like if I was in trouble with her, it wouldn't be that bad.
1: Well, just don't get in trouble with her, and you won't find out. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> she's like a she's like a bulldog. She's, she's she'll get on you if there's ever anything. But okay, uh, I don't think you have to worry about that. You're harmless. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. And uh, how do you, what do you think of Queenie?
0: You know, Queenie was. Uh, we had a good conversation the first time I talked to her. You know, we kind of got the the um, cat out of the bag in a sense. You know, I brought up the the trans issue because you know I'm a straight guy. I had questions. Yeah. And we knocked it out, and I had a really good understanding on you know where she was coming from, and then where I was coming from, and we broke down the barrier pretty quick. I felt like, and then she bought me lunch too. Nice. Yeah. Well, see, you didn't you didn't piss her off, no. unless
1: you found a razor blade in your food. You know if yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't put one in yet. <laughs> good good. Um, so yeah, she's she's so educational and uh, open to just talking about it like it's a normal conversation. It's there's nothing. She beats around the bush with anything. I don't know if I could say that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? She's just, she's salt of the earth and she's really smart. And, and it's really cool to to be able to um, have uh, somebody like Queenie around because it, there's so many walks of life now yeah. in this building and it's great. It's such a
0: melting pot. No, it really is. Yeah. And that's what's cool about it is you can have a conversation with anybody about anything and you're going to get the truth and the full spectrum of it as well. So... It's it's really like a fresh breath of air to step in this building every morning. It it really is. Yeah,
1: oh, right on. Now, uh, now I'm trying to think of all the the, the hard questions, the grilling questions. Uh, what's your least favorite part about the show?
0: Least favorite? Yes. Oh man, the doctor Rob letters probably. Really? I don't like people calling up with complaints. I like to think that people can think for themselves. Okay. I, yeah it kind of reminds me of Dr. Laura a little oh,
1: bit. Oh yeah see I can I can vibe with that because I was stuck listening to the dark, Dr. Laura when I was a kid too but aren't there ever any Dr. Rob letters that's like you know what I'm going through something very similar to that and st- maybe I can learn something
0: I haven't found one yet but really? I will pay closer attention yeah
1: well, that's just because you're a baby and you still have so much life to figure out
0: I guess no yeah, maybe no.
1: or maybe you're just that well adjusted. I feel like some of them I'm just like come on really you yeah. could figure that out you don't have friends to talk to right right <laughs> give give it give it some time with us and we'll we'll uh, take that well adjustment and we'll <laughs> we'll tweak you a little bit right.
0: just kidding maybe we'll see what happens
1: all right i th- i think that's it now okay. um, th- did i miss anything
0: i don't know did you hit all the topics you wanted to I th-
1: hit i think i did i think i did i think i cleaned that up towards the end there so um i'll criticize it later and I'll send you notes. Okay. And no, I'm just kidding, I won't. Uh, ah, that's it. All right. Till next time. Namaste, and- bitches. The Rad.